Just please only use that audio of me. All right, Lori, should we start? Let's start. Let's start Carb Face. Okay. Lori, hi. How are you? What's going on? I have never been better. This is my time to shine. 2020 is my Can you put year. Your, I can't hear you. You got to put your phone. Fuck. Put your phone by your mouth. Fuck you. <laughs> Hank right. doesn't like that word. Sorry, Hank. Oh, Hank. He can't hear um, me. I get it's really fine. mad Here, when anybody corrects me in any for anything. I, How did you write so does. many books? It's a character flaw. Uh, I don't know. Drugs? <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are we starting again? Hi, Lori. Hi. Hi. Hi, Chris. Hi. How are you? How are you? Uh, so good. So good. It's my it's my time to shine. 2020 uh, it's 2020 it's your year we said it from the start we said this is when it all happens for you yeah all those people on new year's eve that are like see you later 2019 go fuck yourself 2020 is gonna rule sorry uh, friends and we've not been disappointed yeah not been disappointed Lori, what did you eat today what are you eating what are you <sighs> making what are you cooking oatmeal and banana cake all carbs today's right. an Ooh, all carb day I, I it's a perfect day mm-hmm. i heard you made banana cake and you describe the cake Real cakey. It's got three eggs um, and a little bit of flour, a couple of bananas. That's a real um, spoiler alert. And some sugar. And that's pretty much it. Uh, You just beat the shit out of it and then you bake it and then you eat a bunch of it and then you wrap it in foil in the freezer and tell yourself you're going to give it to a neighbor. And then you go to bed and then you wake up the next morning and you just start slicing off pieces and stick them in the microwave. And then pretty much... It's gone. And that's banana cake. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, that is a great recipe. So everybody let us know how that goes. And <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of protein in there. A lot of protein, of course, mm-hmm. potassium, but protein from the eggs. So I don't think it's a carb cake. Yeah. I think it is, you know, it's a well-balanced cake. That's a full Fine. meal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing great. Uh, what about you? Oh, how am I doing? <laughs> oh, thank you. There you go. Uh, uh, <laughs> what did I make? Uh, I... Fuck, I don't know. Oh, I made a ham sandwich. Eh. Eh. What did you I know. That's how I feel. Guests, shut your mouth. Uh, we have a guest. Shut it. Two uh, guests. Let me just let, fine, let's just bring him in and I'll let's but let's not forget this ham sandwich. Okay. Okay. Do you yeah. promise? Yeah. You're doing <laughs> okay. really important work. No, it's a big ham sandwich. It's a big deal. Guest, what is your question before we introduce you? You had questions about about the ham sandwich. Was it just ham? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not my dad. Jesus. Okay. My dad. Sorry, would, I'm so sorry. You know, I was just really curious. No, 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 no. If everybody knows boiled compressed ham, that's what I grew up eating. And you might call it like chipped ham where you go up to the deli counter and it's a block and it's upsetting. Like it's a rectangle. It's a slimy rectangle. And I'm really sorry for my vegetarian vegan friends, 
but it's a rectangle of ham that's just been boiled and compressed and that's what it is and then you shave it off we grew up on that and we grew up on that because it's cheap eats so that's why we ate it and it would be uh two slices of bread ham and mustard and that was it so this sandwich it was a lovely bread had a lot of seeds in it it was super yummy bread I toasted it because I'm good to myself. I put a thin layer of mayo. I put a spicy honey mustard on there. I did some nice slices of very ripe tomato. I did a funky provolone, a very funky provolone. <laughs> so much that when you open it, it, it hits you. It smacks you right in the face. It makes your eyes hurt. And then uh, a nice brown sugar ham on top of it. And then another slice of bread. And that was my sandwich. So that was great. And I felt really good about myself because I'm trying to embrace ham again. Because I do eat meat. Uh, but I've always said that I hated ham because of that boiled ham uh, that I ate when I was growing up. And so I'm trying to revisit ham and understand ham on its own terms. And that's what I'm doing <laughs> uh, in 2020 is understanding ham on its own terms. <laughs> All right. So that's what I ate today. Thank you so much. Lori, should we have guests? We have guests. I'm, I'm um, like excited and nervous. And I think our like 40 minutes of, of technical uh, adjustments have actually broken mm -hmm. a lot of ice. So I feel better. Um, but I was nervous that I was going to be such a like fangirl that we weren't going to be able to uh, adequately record. Um, and I'm still a little oh, you've nervous. you've met me before. You've met me before. You should be over that by now. <laughs> It's every, it's like the first time every time. <laughs> Seeing you in your car is a whole other <laughs> the same the same fucking nightmare over and over. <laughs> Speaking right. of uh, nightmares. Have... <laughs> I'm very good at a segue. All right, let's introduce our guests. Do you wanna do do you wanna enter do you wanna introduce our, our guests? Uh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> can you do it? Yeah. Do you feel okay about it? <laughs> okay. okay. Um, our guests, you guys have heard us talk about yeah. them so many times. Uh, they are what we consider our sister podcast in the great uh, nation of Canada. Uh, yeah. Alicia Tobin and Jessica Delisle of Retail. Oh. Nightmares. Nightmares. How was that? It's so Hi. good. I thought that was great. Let's do it again. Let's do it better. All right. <laughs> Fuck you. Let's make them feel. <laughs> it was so good. You do it's it. the best podcast in the world. And they're with us. They're with us. And it's it's amazing. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Hi. guys. How's it going? How is yeah. New Jersey? How's New York? Um, oh, Lori, you go first. Okay. <laughs> you know, I just before we started recording, I got an email from my favorite English teacher from high school, Mr. William oh, wow. McSwain, who I still keep in touch with him and his wife. They're lovely people. Uh, but it was this strange thing where he was like, I don't know if you know this, but where you're living right now in Queens especially is really dangerous. And... He's not wrong, but it's, he's not exactly right. I mean, yes, a are a lot of people uh, getting sick from coronavirus, going to hospitals and some of them dying? Absolutely. Uh, is that, you know, inherently dangerous? Is death dangerous? I don't know. It depends on uh, what your life goals are. But 
Uh, it doesn't feel that way, if that makes any sense. Like, it's beautiful, sunny day. Uh, the cherry blossoms yeah. and the magnolias are out. Uh, people are staying apart. P people are smart. People listen to the news. People are staying six feet apart from each other. Everyone's wearing a mask. Super cute. Um, I don't know. It's fine, I guess. Like, I like my apartment. I'm a kind of stay-at-home gal, so this is, like, really suits me. And uh, if you can sort of just, like, block out the the um, horrifying existential uh, reality of, like, <laughs> you know, a lot of people dying and getting sick, which is not funny at all. Uh, it's great. I love New York. Never going to leave. That's that's what I got. How's yeah, New Jersey? New so New York. Yeah. How's New Jersey? Is was that the question? How's New Jersey? Yeah. Um. Uh, I, it's the same except less intense and uh, less scary. But the first city are out, and uh, I made a garden. And it's a beautiful garden. And as uh, several people pointed out, it can also be my grave uh, because it does look <laughs> like a freshly dug grave. It does. That I <laughs> built for myself. Um, and I mean, the good thing is, is I had my children help me move the dirt. So that was it's great. It's a big family affair, just uh, building graves. Um, we're fine. It's, uh, I'm the only one who goes out. And so that kind of reduces, hopefully, our exposure, and they do all the right things. And since I am sitting in my car, since that's the only place in my tiny, tiny house, you can see I've got my wipes with me. I do have somewhere here, I have my, my uh, hand sanitizer, so I have a whole routine when I'm in my car, going grocery shop, and uh, I basically bathe in it, and then rub, uh, I use the Clorox wipes, and I really scrub down my nasty bits all over so that when I go home, I know every part of me is uh, ready, right? It's ready. And I always like to be game ready uh, when I go home. So that's it. How's, how's Vancouver? What's happening there? Jessica, you want to uh, go first? Well, I don't leave the house. So I last left the house on Tuesday and today's Saturday. So... Uh, as far as I know, everything's normal. A man walked past our window yesterday and I glared at him and he glared at me. Um, so that was like a big, a big event. Um, he was wearing like a high vis vest. So I was like, oh, I assume he's like a gardener or something or some sort of contractor. Uh, but I'm also reading a book about the Golden State Killer. Uh, and so I'm just uh, feeling great, not on edge at all. Uh, yeah. Feeling normal and happy and healthy and uh jay and i just run around our apartment every day so i uh get exercise get all my steps nice great so good <laughs> alicia knows more about what vancouver's like right now because she actually leaves the house every day yeah i have to leave the house multiple times a day um so uh, like Lori, I'm a, a person who enjoys being home, much like Jessica. Chris, I imagine you're a little bit more extroverted, but I could have just made that up five minutes ago. Um, no, that's right. And uh, so being in the home and working is, there's some benefits. Like I like being home with the dog, but it also sucks to have like my very stressful job now part of my place that is not supposed to be stressful. And I go outside all the time because I have a dog and... Uh, I'm the only person in my household, so I'm the designated shopper as well. 
The other thing that the thing that is weird though is that I haven't really changed a lot of my behavior around how many times a day I go outside, but now there's people outside all the time because they can't be like eating in a restaurant or going to the gym or doing the things that they used to do. So that's weird. Like what used to bring me a great joy is now sort of irritating. Like I glared at a child today. <laughs> and I have like I I have been told by a few friends to not uh, confront people in public because one day I might get my face punched in. And so I was like at the park with the dog and there was a guy using the workout area that's all taped off. The tape was still on it. And I just stood there for four minutes just staring at him, deciding if I was going to say anything. And then I heard my friend's voice like, one day, Alicia, someone's going to snap on you. And I was like, I guess today's not going to be the day. So I let him keep, he kept working out. Uh, even though with social distancing is challenging, challenging in the city, and we are a much smaller city than New York, you think people would kind of figure it out? But no, not everybody, and no, it's never going to be everybody. Was this the child that you glared at? No, the child <laughs> I glared at child? came within two feet of me while her mother was like Tell giggling and and. Uh, uh. No, I mean people are struggling to figure it out, right? Some people don't Let's struggle at all kind. with it. No. Let's not be forgiving at this moment. Was the child ugly? Was it was it an <laughs> ugly child? Was it I mean, so we I can think... feel like more sympathetic? <laughs> can we or was it like a beautiful child that we can hate more? Well, I live in a very uh wealthy neighborhood. Um no, and it's good. uh that helps. So like all the I kids look the pretty good. They dress really nicely. All right. Uh, Thank she you lives for in, in one, one of my child. she lives in one of the houses I wish I I, I owned. This little modern, modern place. Yeah. Um, I just don't like who I am right now as much as I would like Aww. to. Yeah. Do you guys feel that way a little bit? Like when you go outside, you can't be as like yourself as much and shopping stressful. And I mean, I hate people. I, I fucking hate people. <laughs> uh, but I want the, I want things to work out for them. So that hasn't changed. Hmm. That's a, such a good combination, uh, I think, of, of, of not being, of, of being honest about sort of hating people, but also being incredibly kind and sensitive. I think I really, um, it's, it's uh, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have not shopped since Monday, which for me is a big deal. Like I kind of, I'm somebody that likes to go to the store every day in part because it's an excuse, you know, or in, in the normal times, it was an excuse to get out of the house. And also that's just like such a content rich environment for somebody whose Instagram is largely just making fun of shit in the world. So, uh, and then also <laughs> I like to buy stuff and eat it and, you know, like a daily, this time of year, a daily Easter candy run was kind of like a small joy. So I've had to not do that just out of a sense of civic obligation. So I haven't been to the store, but also the store sucks right now. I mean, it really, there's like yeah. no, and I feel like if I would be an asshole, if I was like sort of doing my leisurely kind of amble around a store and take pictures of stuff and stop and um, it's... <laughs> It's not good. It's not, um, it's you no longer fit right in at our grocery store. Like the one closest to me, that's what people are doing. Oh, so selfish. <laughs> so selfish. I'll never say a bad uh, word got... about food town again. I'll say that. I mean, Oh, what a dream mm -hmm. food town, a town made of food. Yeah. As we all know, <laughs> early listeners will know it's a town made of food. 
and they serve up their children for you to take home and eat. So there is a, a thing of, you know, milk, a carton of milk offering up its child for you to take. And so that's that's got to be tough for everybody, Lori, it in is. food town. It is. It is and it is. Can I tell you about someone that I hate? Please. Yeah. Ugh. I hate the egg lady at uh, at Trader Joe's. And it's not someone who works at Trader Joe's because they're all doing God's work. God's work. Every single one of them. Amazing. Um, and doing it with uh, a lot. There, you can see that there's a lot of stress, but they're trying to make it an atmosphere where you feel like safe, which is incredible for them. But there's an egg lady. And the egg lady, you know, we're all supposed to stay a shopping cart away from each other. I'm talking the full-size shopping cart. That's the rule here in the stores. Keep a shopping cart in between you and the next person, which fine by me uh, in normal circumstances. But this lady um, who wanted eggs uh, stood in front of the egg section and she took up her own body space and then she parked the rest of her cart in front of the rest of the eggs. And so she had the eggs walled off from everyone. And so then a line formed behind her as she was looking at all of the eggs. And I'm a big one for a quick glance, quick glance into the cart and let's see if they're broken. Let's see if I'm getting the full dozen. Got it. Love that. Do it. Do it fast. In and out, right? She's being very methodical about it. She's opening them slowly. She's looking at each of the dozen to make sure they're all good. She's closing it back up. She's carefully putting it into her basket. She's checking her list. And then she goes back for another dozen and she repeats the whole thing again. She's licking her and finger while she's counting each egg. Yeah, she's checking each egg to make sure they none of them are broken and doing it so slowly and like picking them up and looking yeah. at them. Licking and each I'm trying one. to be, you know, good citizen. I'm on board. We all need our space. She gets four fucking oh dozen God. eggs. And by oh, wow. the end, I just said, I have to get eggs. <laughs> there was a whole line. I just kind of had to move her <laughs> cart to the side a little bit. Didn't touch it with my hand, but just kind of moved it to the side, grabbed my eggs. And let me tell you something, and I'm not trying to be a hero, but it is virtue signaling. I didn't check to see if they were broken or not. I didn't even bother. <laughs> Fuck and her and her me. eye socket. Jessica... You've got a cat. What's happening with the cat situation? Um, we've had her for a week and a half. She's mm. seven months old. She's had a cold for most of the time that we've had her. She's from where I work at Cat Fay, which is a cat cafe where all the cats are available for adoption. And when we closed down, we were like, shit, we've got all these cats. Uh, and I'm not allowed to have cats pets in my building so it's super illegal don't uh don't snitch me out to my building okay. manager all right she's um, a big fan of carb face though <gasps> really fuck um but yeah she's pretty great she's going to the vet tomorrow which apparently has become like a nightmarish ordeal because like you can't be going into like most vets have like very small little waiting rooms so you can't really properly social distance in there so i haven't been going to the vet but my boss and friend shell owner of the cat cafe and future bunny cafe has been taking lots of cats to the vet and apparently you have to like leave the cat in the carrier 
like outside the people working there grab it and then you communicate you sit in your car and you communicate to the vet or like the vet technician via text so wow sounds efficient um but i mean i guess it's the safest way to do things um but yeah i've never had a cat before i've lived in a house with cats before um but i've never had one that i'm like solely responsible for and she's had like lots of health issues since we've got her so i'm just like feeling feeling uh like a parent (laughs) stressed out and tired all the time I am obsessed with Jessica's cat, Midnight. She looks just like the cat I got uh, when I was six. I begged my parents for a cat, and I got one. And then it turned out my brother was allergic, so she had to be rehomed. And so my whole life has just been the pursuit of tabby cats. Like, they just, uh, something happens, like, it releases serotonin when I look at them. And Mm -hmm. every time I see Midnight on Instagram, so in love with her. And if I didn't have a dog that want, wanted to eat smaller animals and I wasn't allergic to cats myself, I would, I would be very interested in that cat. Hmm. She's going to be, make somebody's life just magical. Yeah. She's a real hugger too. Great. I'm also allergic to cats. Hmm? Isn't she? She's a real, she's a real hugger. I've seen on your Instagram that she sort of likes to nestle herself right under your head with her arms around your neck. Pretty much. Is that fair to say? She, yeah, she just does that herself, um, and I feel I feel guilty because she like spends maybe I don't know seventy five percent of her time on me and like five percent of her time on Jay, which is like unfair. Jay, my husband, who's an animal whisperer of like all all kinds of animals, just love him. But she'll like she'll be laying on me and then she'll get up and go over and sit on him, and she'll spend like. Mm, maybe a minute on him before she comes back to me so it's like real insult she's just doing it to be nice yeah that's Mm. just like being a parent that's the same thing yeah i'm trying to teach her about like feminism and about how like men and women are equal um but she is only seven months old so like she's i mean cats don't become doctors until they're about four or five (laughs) um so yeah. She's no so duty she's got time to grow. She's got time. Yeah. Mentally. <laughs> Guys. So we all have pets during quarantine, which is great. Yes. Yeah. Chris, you had a situation yeah. with John. Yeah. So I've got a couple of situations. So um, first of all, quickly. <laughs> well, those um, Lysol wipes touching the- your ding dong is one. That's for sure. <laughs> well, and you know what? It burns, but the burn tells you that it's working, and that's how you know. So <laughs> yeah. that that's been that good. That tells you you're getting a burn. Uh, Lemony yeah, fresh. It is. Lemon fresh. Uh, so John. So no, no, no. Let me start with my wife. My wife uh, has gone through two things um, with with pets because we are going crazy um, as a family, all of us. But we're trying to be kind to each other. But she decided that she wanted to foster a dog. Oh, wow. And I, and I said, off, I take off my is... shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I said, uh, but that dog will stay here because our kids won't let it leave. And she's like, oh, you're right. And I said, so do you want a dog long term? And she's like, no. And I said, 
so we can't foster a dog unless we're going to get a dog. And she's like, fuck. So then (laughs) uh, yesterday or the day before, she had been talking about chickens and we used to have chickens when we lived in Atlanta and our kids would put them on their heads and they were, they were very little four, four, three and three. And they would put the chickens on top of their head and they've got in their underwear and their crocs uh, to see the chickens. And so oh, they, sorry, I thought you were talking about the chickens and I was like, that's no, so no, cool. No, my children, they would my do children. That. Yeah, that would be nice. But, um, but my kids really love chickens and my wife said that she wanted to get chickens. And I said, I, I don't, I, I can't get chickens at this point, you know, it's, and I, I travel, it's going to be really, really difficult. And then she texts me and she says, my goal for today is to get, is to convince Chris to get chickens. Whoa. And then I realize she texted me instead of her, uh, uh, friend, <laughs> <Jane>. Amazing. Uh. <laughs> I just wrote back and said, thanks for letting me know. And then I just heard go, fuck. <laughs> She's just being transparent. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But she's kind of let go of, she's letting go of the fact that we all just want something different than what exists right now. Um, And so I think we're going to solve that by putting the Xbox in our twins bedroom. Like that's where we're going with something new and different. And that, that feels right. But John, John is um, our, our lizard, our anole and is um, we, it depends when, when this is recorded, but uh, listeners, you may already know this, but if not, then you're going to hear it twice. So get excited. Um, John is our lizard and John, um, very detailed story. Uh, John one versus John two. We lost John one when it came home from school. Uh, I went out and bought John two to replace John one. John one reappeared a week later. Uh, and then we had them together. And then we realized John one and John two, uh, were male and female, which is very cool. Everybody was very happy about that, but then we didn't want any anole babies, um, because that's not the farm that we want to grow up on. And so, uh, we separated them and then John one died. So now we're left with John two and John two has a very big terrarium and he's lived almost a year in our home and is quite happy. And he disappeared the other night and he was just gone, gone. And we discovered this at 10 o'clock. My daughters came in and they're like, John's gone. And I'm like, no, he's not blah, blah, blah. And so we go in and we look all through his leaves, all through his branches. I go through twice. My daughter had already been through it. John is gone. And we just say, well, maybe it'll be like John one and he'll come back. Not only did he come back the next day, he was in his cage. He was in his motherfucking cage the whole time. He's a trickster. He's a chameleon. He might be Jesus. I don't even know. Maybe he's Jesus. <laughs> and he's getting ready for he's Easter. Definitely. And he's like, yeah, motherfucker, I can ascend and then I will come back. Like, that is what I can do. Look at me. I'm the Jesus lizard. And so <laughs> and time that is, is different for lizards. So that was like three days. Yeah, he was gone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he's just, I mean, you don't know when the savior is going to return (laughs) or what form he's going to take. You don't know. You don't know. And I'm just so glad that um, I've loved him and shown him so much respect. And I'm willing to to lizard heaven. Your photos of him on Twitter are honestly like 
beautiful and artistic and breathtaking every time I see it. I'm like, oh, it's John. Like the the water droplets and the terrarium. Right. It takes and my the breath water away. Stains and everybody's like, clean your cage. And it's like, well, but we have to spray in there. Those are that's minerals. I can't wipe down every time. It's not fair to John. Give John some privacy. John doesn't want to be people should go clean their own terrarium to the whole world. What, Jessica? <sighs> Uh, I said people should clean their own terrariums. Yeah. Go fuck themselves. Thank, their people. thank you. Go Do with your own yeah. shit first, your own am I right? So yeah. easy to just say How? clean your terrarium. Exactly. What's your terrarium yeah. look like? That it's covered yeah, in fuckers. six pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's just thick, thick uh, coats of almost like uh, wallpaper glue, but jizz. Mm. Oh, yeah. A lot of jizz. Yeah. 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 Now, did Jay you grow just... up? Hmm? Is Jay did... okay? Yeah, Jay's okay. He's just handing me something. Okay. Uh, okay. It says when you can ask ask when you can ask Alicia to, to check on her garage band. Internet says max recording time is thirty five minutes, but that could be out of date. Um, it looks like it's still going strong, guys. Okay. Cool. I'm at Just 981 from 21, so it's still doing something. Okay. But I had checked um, on it right. because Jay had mentioned that the last time we recorded um, on... Where are you guys? I can't find you. Oh, shit. We're still here. Yeah, you're still here, but I can't see you. <clears throat> I'm not smart. I mean, I think everyone's figured that out by now. I'm not the brains in the podcast. Uh <laughs> Here you are. Hi. Um, are you back? Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of back. I'm a shadow of my former self, um, which was not much to begin with. Just like doily now. I'm a doily. I'm a doily of a shadow. I'm a doily now. Me, doily. Um, I wanted to know, how big is John? Like, how many inches long is John, would you say? Uh, oh, well, head to butt. I'm going to say... Four inches. Oh, so small. Four inches. Is that including tail? But tail, okay. another four. Another four. What? That's yeah. long. He's an eight-incher. And so, he's, yep. He's Grow real impressive. He's very impressive. And we're proud of our big uh, lizard, Jesus, uh, Jesus lizard, and excited about all the things that he can do. Lori, yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. What? What? How, <laughs> how you doing today? Uh, I'm pretty good, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I uh, yeah, it's very, it's very minute to minute. Right now, having a great time. Uh, before, right? bef nice? before we started all this, I thought that I would give myself a break from the New York Times, which is, uh, you know, as, as we fought about recently, it's my paper of choice, paper of record. But um, <clears throat> it's real grim, like pretty much it's, it's not, you know, little, little bursts of sunshine, but mostly pretty grim. So I thought, let me check out the online newspaper for uh, my hometown. Or really, the city that functions, you know, that, that it's the only city that publishes a newspaper close to where I grew up. Uh, so I thought, well, let me see what they're talking about. And it's also, you know, a lot of COVID-19 news. But I found out some interesting things. Um, the, like, lead feature story, and this thing must have been, 
I want to say like 4,000 words, like serious, long, a very long piece about a daughter in her 50s who has moved in as the roommate to her father in a nursing home who is in his 80s. So, you know, because he couldn't get visitors because of all of the situation, uh, she decided that she was going to move in with him and they allowed this. And it's a very long, 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 very long piece uh, with not a lot of substance. But some of the lead facts are that they are sharing a bed and they sleep separated by a body pillow. And that's where I kind of stopped <laughs> everybody's face. I wish we could. I know. I, know. I sent it to my sister and I said, I, all I can imagine, it's just... I. In times of great distress, I somehow default to this intrusive image of myself just vomiting like the velocity and 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 uh, pressure of a fire hose. And when I read that thing Ooh. about the adult father and his adult daughter sleeping separated by a body pillow, I got full fire hose for like 10 minutes. Uh, and, um, so that is one that's, and that was like, again, the lead story in the, in the newspaper like, it's fine. Everyone has to do what they have to do in these times of crisis. Is it a feature story? And on the week, in the weekend edition of the paper, I, I don't know for me, I would probably just keep it on the DL, but they shared their inspiring story. So a lot of sweatshirts. I feel like like they could get her a cot or something. Right? I mean, yeah. and she's trying uh, to trundle like, bed. I feel, um, I agree, it should not be. I, I don't like all the extra details. And I see this a lot in American news, and it's a, it is maybe an American thing. You're oversharers. Bit of an oversharing uh, uh, community of beautiful, wonderful people. Thank you, America. Please send us some 3M masks. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> the, I just, like, I feel really badly for her because I know how those homes must be, but also, like, Maybe break that uh, Wayfair rule and order a cot, a classical mm-hmm. cot. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Something. I'd say even even like like one of those uh, camping mattresses. We could yeah blow up. Could yeah, do that. or just like um, sit up in a chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could do that. I've slept in a tub before uh, because I was snoring so loudly on a family vacation that I was keeping everyone awake, you know, sinus infection. So I just went and I slept in the tub. Was it great? No, but you know, better than a body pillow between me and my mom. Yeah. So the thing about the body pillow is I'm imagining it as one of those like anime body pillows (laughs) that like people have (laughs) relationships with. Right. Like a a, big body pillow. Yeah. Yeah. What if it's like a fuck doll? What if it's actually a fuck doll in <laughs> between mean, them? Any port in a store. I mean, your dad's fuck doll. <laughs> and they just it turn sense. it every night. They just they're like, who gets the who gets the front of the body pillow and who gets the back? And then they just maybe they just like yeah. wrestle for it. What's I your preference? Know. It's gross. They it's rock paper nice. scissors. Yeah. Um, the other <laughs> thing that I learned from scissors. the hometown newspaper is that uh, many regional American newspapers still carry the Dear Abby column. And if I'm not wrong, oh, wow. Dear Abby's been dead for I want to say like 25 years. And so I know it's just written yeah. by some, you know, consortium of probably the same people who wrote the Sweet Valley High books. But um, it's, it's, it's a little <laughs> weird. It's a little weird. To, I feel like maybe they, there, there are better advice columnists, but 
you know, God bless them. God bless the estate of dear Abby and uh, Aunt Abigail Van Buren. Is that her name? Yeah, the sisters that wore, they were at war. They hated oh, right. each other. Ann Landers and dear Abby. Oh, yeah. They're related? Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Huh. Kind of great. That's hot. I love it. And then one of their daughters oh, took over the column, one of the columns. Anyway, I love it. I love it. I want to see a TV movie about that if there isn't one. Like a 1980s style uh, movie of the week. That's what I want. Ann Landers versus oh Dear Abby. Let's make it oh, happen. Yeah. An erotic Maybe it thriller. already exists. Fan okay. fiction. Well, I'm going to Google. I'm yeah. going to Google. Let's let's talk about your upcoming projects. Uh, Alicia, mm-hmm. you've got a book coming out in the U.S. It's already out in Canada. Tell us about your book. I'm kidding. It's on my nightstand, but go ahead and describe your book. Have you read any yet? <laughs> yes, I have. I've read the first two essays and I'm very, very excited about it. I told you I'd read it when it was close to launch time and we're so close to launch time. Tell us about it. Um, it's called So You're a Little Sad, So What? It's uh, just some personal essays, humor-based essays uh, about my life, about animals, about a jerk I dated once. Um, it's just a, it's a book. Uh, it's available to pre-order from Amazon.com, the most evil place in the world. Please, but still, please order it. I uh, it will yeah. be available May first. That's really it's um, the just I shared it with uh, my coworkers because we we do recommendations and profiles and stuff, and so yours uh, was what I was reading because you have to talk about what are you reading, and so I yeah. recommended your book, and then in the description of it. Um, I was like, well, how do I describe it other than, you know, really funny essays? And uh, online it said that Alicia Tobin is able to find the funny and the sad and the sad and the funny. And I thought that is a perfect description of it. And it's really, really, really moving and wonderful. Lori, you've read the whole thing. Talk to me about it. You loved it. I did. I was I was uh, either texting or DMing. I guess I was DMing Alicia while I was reading it. And I was like, I just read this one. I'm crying a lot. I'm really crying. Now I'm laughing a lot. Oh, my God. I dated a guy <laughs> like that, too. Um, I mean, I had the, you know, I had the privilege of, of having like direct, probably more direct access to the author than was, you know, <laughs> ideal for her in that moment. But it was. No, um, it was the best. <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. I've I've given it as a gift. I've recommended it to people. Um, and also, I ordered mine from d- directly from Arsenal Pulp Press. So if you want to avoid Same. Amazon, you can, as an American, also get it through that method. Uh, I think you can still. Yeah. This was back a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's still it's, possible. Yeah. And I think it may be on sale if you do it that way. So uh, it's an option for sure. Let's do it, America. Let's buy this book. You're really going to love it. Um, Beautiful, beautiful, funny essays with a whole lot of thought and heart. And so fucking buy it. Fucking damn it. Buy that. Fuck that. Buy it. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Buy this book. Ding dongs. Ding dongs. (laughs) Jessica, you're making some music. Let's talk about it. Bongo dance? <laughs> Let's talk about bongo dance. Come on. It's is it the best song ever? Yeah. I'm afraid uh, it is. It might be the soundtrack of a pandemic. Um TBD. Uh yeah. I mean Jay and I uh our regular project is called Energy Slime, which we're 
like, I don't know, about 80% done our next album, but we have to wait for some of our bandmates to lay down some sick tracks for that, which who knows when that will happen because we have all the recording equipment and instruments and stuff. Um, so we were like, basically Energy Slime started as uh, like a spinoff of our main project, which was called Jay Arner, which is just Jay's name. And then basically if we like focus on one project too long, like the pressure builds too much. So we always have to have like a throwaway, like sort of like fun thing. And then energy slime was that, and now energy slime has become the main thing. And now that's more serious and like more legit songs. And so now we have a new project called auto syndicate, uh, which is like a high energy dance music, a la aqua or the venga boys or, Prozac for any Canadian listeners. Um, so we just made a song on Jay's birthday a couple a couple weekends ago called Bongo Dance, and uh, we have European accents. Hi, come up. Um, the kitten is here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, from from when we recorded it to, I think like within a week, it was on like a radio in Seattle played on the radio kexp which is like a radio station that a lot of people really like so i think uh i think jay and i are thriving right now which i feel uh of course very guilty about <laughs> yeah uh is it okay if we play a little snippet of it or not sure yeah you okay. can this could be like the podcast debut of bongo oh, dance my god what an honor
Um, um, we do on our on our podcast, Retail Nightmares. Jay does all the music for that, and uh, people really like it. And like we release the the soundtrack, which is like all yeah. the the theme songs for different segments. Like I think we've done like forty of them or something at this point. People really like it, and they'll message me and they'll be like, "Where where can I find music that's like that? More like this?" And I'm like, "We have." albums worth of music that is legit that is our jobs and then they go oh yeah i didn't think about that i'm like yeah spotify Bandcamp, itunes it's all there it's all there youtube yeah so yeah Lori, but because like Lori. yeah no go ahead go ahead finish up oh, i was just gonna say like we're gonna make music videos we've we've got everything we need in our little content cave really our 400 do. square foot content cave it's all there. Uh, Lori, think about your favorite Retail Nightmares song. I'm going to say my favorite song. Uh, and I hate, I'm sorry if it's yours, Acceptable Sauces. Oh, mm. but that is, that is one my of my favorites. That's my, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is my favorite. And sometimes when I'm just making a sauce and, you know, making dinner, I will sing Acceptable Sauces to myself. Um, oh, that's, that's nice. That's just me. Lori, do you have a favorite retail nightmare song? Well, I really, I do like acceptable sauces. I love the, um, the rhyme scheme it makes me laugh every time. Uh, but also <laughs> I, the, the theme song, um, and I like to get up sure. early on a Monday morning and like be making school lunch on a normal day and in the, in the before times. Uh, and I always listen to retail <laughs> nightmares on Monday mornings and my son, one day, like, cause he hears it every week, he or, or every, I guess every other week when he's with me, and he's like, "Is that is that the band ABBA?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> but I can see it. I can see how you might think that." So um, I compliment the theme. Tell him thank you. The theme really uh, resonates <laughs> with me. Um, I also like what's your favorite grape? I kind of like them all. I like what's your favorite grape? I like um, space food, you know, which is not, not easy food. not Absolutely. easy to sing, but I like to listen to it. Um, and what are some of the other ones? Oh, Papo of the Week. Sure. Yeah, they're all great. Lots of barking. <laughs> Greatest hit. So good. Well, um, let's do a time check. Does everybody feel like we can wrap this one up or do you have anything else that you want to cover before you go into retail nightmares? I'm good. Can we play, can we play lots okay. of likes? <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling good. Lori, anything else you want to cover? Um, I have written down Cuomo's nipples, but that might be a little niche. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think it's really important and maybe we'll put this at the beginning somewhere or maybe we'll leave it right here. But yeah, Andrew Cuomo's nipples. You want to talk about that, Lori? I know that you're intrigued with that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, you know, and and I still am like... You've always been. Yeah. Yeah. I can't... I mean, his whole thing is fascinating to me. I know politically he's, he's, um, you know, he's not... he In normal times, he's not great and people have a lot of issues with him. And then people do this thing where they're like, come here, daddy, you know, whatever sit on my face, Governor Cuomo, because he's like competent in a crisis. So I give him <laughs> a lot of credit for that. But the thing of, about his nipples is that there, there's been some really um, 
again, long-form journalism uh, investigating whether or not he has pierced nipples. And I think the conclusion, without any real hard evidence, is that, in fact, he does seem to have like a cross-barbell pierced nipple situation that's that's apparent (laughs) when he wears uh, like a white, you know, New York State official polo shirt. He's not... He's not trying to hide that pierced nipple situation. So it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to process. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think I want to see a, a, um, a photo. I, I don't really want to. I'd rather just be left with the mystery. But I appreciate that we have a mm. governor who is um, open to a pierced nipple. Absolutely. Well, Good for him. Lucky. Yeah. What a what a blessing to live in these times, right? It's both a curse and then and then little blessings everywhere. Sometimes this poking right out at you. So funny, his nipples. Alicia's yeah, looked it yeah. up. <laughs> it's real. Proud of him. Real proud wow. of him. Oh yeah, that definitely looks like something. It's something. It's it's amazing. Maybe what he a just has. What? Maybe he has wide nipples. Maybe he's really bumpy yeah. nipples. He might. They're super mm. bumpy. You know, Maybe he's a I bumpy think it's, guy. Yeah, I think yeah. he's he's got some bumps, for sure. Don't we all? And good for him <laughs> and good for him. Proud of his nipples. Are we gonna do um, uh, guys? Should we do lots of likes. I think we should do lots of likes. Yeah, yeah. lots of likes. Yeah, let's do lots of likes. Um, Lori, you want to play a game? Uh, never. No, but uh, other people like games. <laughs> no and. That's my, that's my new... <laughs> that's improv for 2020. You're, no and. You're perfect at this. You're perfect. Uh, all right. Uh, we play a game on Carbface when we have guests. It is called Lots of Likes. The, as you, I know both of you know these, but in case we have new listeners, God forbid. Um, the, the game is you just say what you like. And it came from a, a traumatic experience in Lori's life, but we're taking it back and making it powerful and owning it and saying that it is okay to like things. Uh, you can't love them. We really prefer you not love them. We just want you to like them. And if you would, let's do a back and forth. Um, Alicia, we'll start with you and then we'll go to Jessica. Um, you cannot lose unless you don't play. Uh, however, if you don't want to play and immediately end it, you can win by telling me to fuck off. That's fine. Uh, you can be so amazing in one of them by saying mayonnaise sandwich like Joe Yonan did, editor of the food section of the Washington Post. Uh, or you can just run out the clock. And those are your three options. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Alicia, yes. what, what do you like? I like uh, Beyond Meat Burgers. Uh, Great. Yeah. That's wonderful. I don't Jessica. love them. Oh, so I chose, no, I chose a light. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> Burping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you both, do you both burp? I can't always tell who's owning the burp on your podcast. I just Jessica burped. burps more than I burp. It's okay. always me. Okay. Mostly. Now I know. No, I know. I like yeah, burping they're... in my neighborhood out at night and like it echoes off the sides of the buildings. Mm-hmm. And I like to think that I'm a neighborhood character that people know of as the night burper. <laughs> we lost Lori. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I just went to open she's, my shades. She, 
I'm obsessed with my um, my light. I just I get I gotta find my light. So I, I get it. Yeah. You like yeah, you like light. Alicia, how about you? What do you like? Um, I like labradoodles. Mm. Mm, great colors. Which colors do you like, or do you like them all? I like them all. Fine, Jessica. I like fisting sour cream. Wait, did you say fisting sour you, cream? Can, yeah. Fisting yeah. Yeah. sour yeah. cream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. she said fisting and that comes up. That comes up a lot. I don't have any right now, but I have this lotion here and it's really just like fistable. Get your whole fist in there by I've the deep in, tub. Is that like the farmer's hand stuff? Um no, it's it's the the gly, glycomed. All right. Because I've got that here in the car. I was looking for it. Love it. It's good stuff. Your bag bomb? All right, Ali- <laughs> yeah. Alicia, yeah. What, what do you like? I like bag bomb. I like bag bomb. <laughs> All right. That had a real moment in the, in the uh, late 90s because Shania Twain used it. Shania Twain. She told everyone that's mm-hmm. what her beauty secret was, was the stuff they used to uh, kind of de- <laughs> declog a cow's udders. She put it on her face? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but she was like Shania Twain. Like, I don't think that was the beauty secret. I think it was that she was Shania Twain. Right. Yeah. That could also be a great that genetics. That, that's when, that uh, don't the big, impress me enough. Enough? Yeah. That was also the big uh, um, mane and tail craze, right? Mm-hmm. For oh, yeah. hair products, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's use uh, horse hair products. Because we're the same. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Jessica, uh, two more. Alicia, one more. Jessica, what do you like? I like popsicles. Mm. Favorite flavor? Uh, There's like this local company in Vancouver that makes them called Rico and Lalo. And they're like the thick sort of like Mexican big big boys. Yes. Um, And they do like a chocolate nib or like cacao nib coconut that is real good got big chunks of chocolate in it mm. yeah love it that's great now wait mm, do you yeah. love them or do you like them sorry i i it's my preference so okay, i mean fine. i'm fine. not i'm not that's gonna fine. marry we'll it allow. we'll allow it alicia last one i like Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, I think Woody? you might love him. I guess Woody. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Got it. From Cheers. From Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Um, least favorite Woody. Favorite. Not that you don't like him, but least mm-hmm. favorite Woody. Is it Natural Born Killers? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Correct. Um, okay. Thank you. Great. Jessica, last one. Take us home. Uh, I like my apartment. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Which I'm really happy about because I just am not leaving it. Yeah. I'm glad you like it since you won't be leaving it for months. Yeah. Hey, everybody. You did great on Retail Nightmares. Lori, let's wrap it up. Let's take it home. What should they know? What should what should people do? Oh boy. Oh boy. What should people do? I don't know. Like, well, obviously 
be kind, do good, eat ass. Uh, I think maybe we need to (laughs) add to that list every week so we can say, uh, take care of your neighbors, take care of yourself. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, Condition your ends, scrub your scalp. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. Clorox your asshole. Okay. No, those are great words and, and words of encouragement. Um, kind of a bag balm to my soul, mm-hmm. really. And I think that's really, really good. Love that. Uh, Alicia, where can people find you? you not, can find not physically. Me, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Alicia A. Tobin. Um, that's where I post like all my stuff, like all my comedy shows that don't happen anymore. And, uh, I, yeah, that would be a good place. Yeah, including Come Draw With Me, which is so exciting. I don't yeah. even know what it is, and I want to go. So when we can all start going back to things, please go to Come Draw With Me. Uh, and on Instagram? Um, it's a private account. Oh, fine. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in. Don't try. Don't even bother. But I'm already in, and, and I know Lori is too. Jessica, uh, I love... And our listeners cannot see the beautiful mustache you just created, but where can people find you? Um, I mean, if people want to see my food blog, uh, it's pansearedpeasenaps.tumblr.com. Um, I haven't updated it in a really long time, but I think like, I think you, you have told people about it before and I feel like it, it fits in with your, your Twitter persona. Um, yeah. but if people want to see something more current, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram at energy slime. You can look up energy slime or Jay Arner on, um, YouTube. We've got lots of music videos. I just released one in December. Um, I'm at Chimalicious on Twitter. Follow the bunny cafe on all these things. I just started doing social media for that. And I have to post something cute every day, which is more difficult than you would think uh, when I'm just alone in my apartment (laughs) with no bunnies. Um, Well, you're both doing God's work. We think that you are the best, best podcast in the world. We love you so much. Lori, say something nice to them. Uh, Ditto, ditto. This really, like, this really is a dream. I know I'm, I'm, I'm low key and uh, looking, aw- not making eye contact with you guys because that's how I was raised. But um, no, it's really, it's exciting, <laughs> and I hope that we haven't like scared you away forever. No, God, no. I want to stay here forever. No, and we would love to have you on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, let's do that. That would be great. Let's do it. <laughs> Guess what? Crossover episode. It's happening. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, Everyone, uh, go listen to Retail Nightmares. And we're going to be on it as guests. And it's going to be amazing. And their podcast is a billion times better than ours because they're on it all the time. So go listen. And we love you. And be safe. Wash your hands. Uh, Be kind. Do good. Eat ass. Bye. (laughs) Wash your butt. Bye. 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 Bye.